guys, 2020 has made it hard for us to stay as hygienic as we should be. Luckily, our partners and Manscaped have made it easy to turn your bathroom into your own private dong salon. Manscaped is on a mission to change the grooming game with their below-the-waist grooming and hygiene products, and they've just released their products in the UK, Canada, and Australia. Get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with our code TAGS. T-A-G-S. Again, get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. Use our promo code TAGS. T-A-G-S. What's going on? You are listening to TAGS Podcast, a.k.a. Talk About Gay Sex. This, if you can believe it, is episode 199. Really quickly approaching 200. I am so happy to be back after a couple weeks off of hiatus with my two favorite virtual buddies, Jeremy Ross Lopez. Hey, hey, hey. How you doing? I'm pretty and good. How are you? Pretty good. Myself over here and Lincoln. How are you doing? Surviving one day at a time. That's how we're doing it, but I'm doing really well. It really is survival, and as we enter the fall here, it's September. Um, real quick, Jeremy, one of the things that you want to update our listeners is is you no longer live in New York City. Yes, I made the decision to move to Boston, so I'm back to being a Bostonian, and it's definitely interesting and somewhat of a culture shock, but it's nice, and it's relaxing and peaceful, and yeah, that that's... Uh, what's happened over the course of a few months. <laughs> well, I know you're keeping busy out there and with family and you're Definitely. running and you're doing all kinds of new things. And we hope that you come and visit us here in New York. Of at some course. Point. You yeah. better. Lincoln, how have you been? How's mom? How's everything else going? I am. I'm doing well. Um, mom is stable, which is great. I have her in a board and care, 24 hour care facility that is only five residents in the whole house it's in a beautiful home in walnut creek california with a pool uh two nurses 24 7 really good communication with me i get a phone call every day and we do a video call at least every other day if not every day um she's you know there's a lot of people out there in the universe that are dealing with this but people in their 70s 80s and 90s that shelter in place you know, we now know she just went into full dementia and full um, not being able to function. So the lesson here, there are many, <laughs> but the, one of the biggest lessons is, you know how doctors say, stay active. Right. Join a lot of groups as you get older. You know, do your class reunion. Do your, your uh, she was a docent at a museum and she would go to Trader Joe every day to or the Whole Foods to get food to make every night. And when you can't go to the grocery store and you can't go to your meetings and you're 82 years old, Zoom does not cut it. No. It just doesn't. And um, the good news is she hasn't been in the hospital for the past couple months. And um, she has physical therapy three times a day. She has nurses with her constantly. So Everyone keeps telling me that I'm doing a really good job, but I, I always think I can do better. So I just want, you know, I want her to get better, but I'm also being realistic. Um, but thoughts and prayers and, and good vibes towards Gloria Lincoln help a lot. 
So definitely. absolutely, we we definitely will keep her. And I know a, a, a little bit about looking after a mom when your father's no longer around. And over the last couple of weeks, we lost our dog. It was the dog I used to have, Mr. Chow, here in New York City. Jeremy had met him before, and then he's <laughs> been living with. Yeah, so for seven and a half years, he was living with her, and they were thick as thieves, companions, and we had to unfortunately put him to, uh, send him to his newfound land. So <laughs> hard. The, yeah, and it was tears and tears, and just, but, and the same thing, I think, when they were companions, and it was such a great transition when my father died to have mr chow with her and then to all of a sudden be in this empty house without him has been day by day it's we're now approaching past two weeks since we said goodbye but he's she's hanging in there and i like you i talk to my mom all the time now just to check in on her that's great facts of life you know but we're yeah everybody out there call your mom call your dad if you have the relationship that you can do that or even if you don't and you feel you can try You know, these are, like I keep saying, if my mom had gone through this and at least there wasn't a global pandemic or civil unrest or financial instability or, you know, all the other things that layer on top of it. But I haven't spoken to a person yet that doesn't have like seven things that they're all contending with. So (laughs) we literally are all in this together. I'm certainly not the squeakiest wheel. That's for sure. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's get into the show today. And our first topic, actually, I wanted to talk to you guys about hot gay sex topics came to me by Jeremy. Actually, you sent me a site called Dirty Code, correct, that you had found on the Scruff app, correct? Yeah, and I found it so interesting because it really, uh, it doesn't, so as we were chatting about, it doesn't really leave tons to the imagination but it's also kind of sexy at the same time and it really breaks down like i guess maybe physical traits and characteristics of someone exclusively yeah for and then also everything that would describe you and so they had like everything from uh how far you shoot all of that oh my god guys and they're Yeah, and so Jeremy sent me a screenshot of them, and essentially when you go onto this site, you would put your, they have all these funny drawings of different dick sizes, they use a Coke can to show girth, <laughs> they, course, yeah, yeah um, hairy drawings, funny sketches of like guys with hairy legs, not so hairy legs, and everything in, like on a on a scale of how hairy you are and what you are. And then of course, what you like or are open to. And then of course, eye color. It's strictly literally about the looks. And I decided to do a little bit of research. So we all know a little bit more about it. And on Mm -hmm. Reddit, they interviewed the guy who came up with it. And they asked him, what is dirty code? Dirty code, he says, is the evolution of dick code a project that I launched in April of 2017 as a fun website to select and share characteristics of dicks. 
It went viral in just a few days, um, producing 250,000 visits in a single day. Six million visitors, and two years later, he decided (laughs) to take the next step and break into the dating market. He says, as a gay man, I use all sorts of dating apps, and I believe Dirty Code has a place among them. It is definitely not for everyone, as it's taking on an opposite approach to regular dating, Mm -hmm. enabling people to search for private parts and kinks instead of personalities and pretty faces. <laughs> I think the success, he says, lies in how easy it is to select fun, dirty drawings and create a dirty profile in less than a minute. It is true. I was trying to create my own and it was pretty quick. Uh, in the end, <laughs> you'll have created a, a detailed description of your sexuality, pulling from a tremendous visual library. While these things would most likely not come up on a first date, here we can shamelessly share and look for the dirtiest things we want to do with a partner or three and find people that would do the same with us. He says, I made Dirty Code to be inclusive of everyone and give users full control over the privacy settings of each data point they enter or select. Unlimited messaging and profile views are available to users with or without memberships. That's kind of cool. So it is 100% functional no matter your level of engagement. Membership subscriptions are meant to offer an extra level of convenience, not to wall off crucial parts of user ability. So interesting new app. And I guess, Jeremy, I guess my first thought is, since you brought it to me, um, you said when we were texting back and forth, you said clearly not fun if you like a few surprises. Uh, since we know everyone on this new website, what they're into and what essentially size I am and this, why do you think it wouldn't be uh, maybe as fun for people that are into surprises? Well, for the obvious, <laughs> the other thing that I thought of was particularly for me, there wasn't any focus about ass at all. So there was literally like one, they had like one part on the profile of it that you create for yourself and the person that you want. And it was like four different asses. And I, when you're an ass person, it's like they had a hundred <laughs> dicks there to choose from that. Uh, yeah. Yours. <laughs> Clearly like myself. Dick of best. And I'm like four, you can't categorize people with four. So no. well, let me ask you this, Jeremy, because yeah. there was one, category that they look like donuts like glazed donuts i saw that and i immediately thought jeremy's going to probably know what this means and i'm going to be one of those people that doesn't know what it means and i decided to look on the urban dictionary exactly what it means (laughs) (laughs) all right you tell us what does it mean (laughs) so it means uh how much i guess come you want on your hole or if you want glazed donut right exactly but what was interesting about these donuts was not only was it how, yeah, how much come, but the size of the hole was like a donut. Some was bigger and smaller. And I think you could choose. And the reason I know this is because I, I was doing some research, y'all. And, yeah. and I looked at like the women and they had like, everyone's going to get grossed out on me right now. So turn your <laughs> earphones off. But like p- pussy size and clits that were open and more less open and and a finger like showing like bigger and smaller sizes so i know they were talking about the size of the hole like would you like a bigger hole yeah, definitely because guys don't really care uh, not that they don't care but some really like larger like more space and then others like <laughs> want it to be 
like a tiny, tiny, tiny hole. I think it's that hot dog down a hallway concept. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so, I mean, Lincoln, I don't know. Do you think that this site, even though they said clearly the the creator of it said it's not for everyone, but do you think there might be too much emphasis clearly on body parts alone? And could it limit who you might attract? Um, yeah, but I'm also, it's also an app. You know what I mean? It's not the, or the site, beginning right, or yeah. site. It's not the beginning or end of a world. And I do like when there is a lot of variety floating around. I don't know if you guys remember this, but prior to Recon, there was um, a site called, I believe it might have been called Recon. But when you went into the site, you could go yeah. to Rubber World or... Yeah golden shower world or leather world or bondage world or and it was like all of these different that you could literally go into this chat room and you are in a room with people that are like-minded to you and then you could oh. always leave it and i loved it I, it was it was great back in the day when you used to you know hear the phone dial in your computer and actually yes. sit and chat with people in different rooms and and the fear, I, I think that there was a fear of HIV. I think there was a fear of New York City maybe not always being safe or San Francisco, like you wouldn't let someone into your house necessarily, but you could be in a room for a long time and then over time get to know them more or be in a room and be like, hey, I remember you from a week ago. How are you? You know, it and does, so recon still exist. Do you know that those rooms well, yeah. still operate? Like, I do not believe and- so. I'm on recon and I know a lot of buddies on recon that, um, that's that's kind of like what scruff has become to me too i don't i'm not a hookup on a site it's more touching base with people that i know or someone someone actually recently on scruff said hey i listened to you on the podcast you're lincoln aren't you and it was like and we got to chat that way um, i love it lincoln uses it more like facebook i do i use it more <laughs> social or if i go to an event if i go um to iml which was just announced today that it was canceled. Um, if I go to IML, I jump right onto Scruff or Recon and see who's there. You know what I mean? Like who my favorites are who are at an event with me. I do like that idea though, Lincoln, that Recon did have, where you, which I think would be so well received right now when we're all not going out as much as anymore, not going to, like you said, IML canceled yeah. and different events like this but M-A-L if you could go canceled, not IML, M-A-L. ML okay at the yeah, beginning sorry. of the year yeah. 2021 that you could go into these different rooms and if they could then make them virtual too yeah um, that would I, be really interesting and, and extremely safe at this point and you can probably unlock more rooms with a better membership you know what i mean mm-hmm. so have you guys seen sleep no more did you go see that in new york no, I didn't. Okay, well, it was like that. It was like interactive, going into rooms and seeing things. Right, I've heard of that? Yeah, 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 yeah. If you've right. done play parties or sets clubs or Burkine or laboratory or anything like that, sleep no more was like, what are we doing? Everyone has a mask <laughs> on. We can't touch each other. Why are there women here? Well, I'm not getting this. <laughs> right, right. There. Well, it was for everybody. Like, Sleep like, no wait, more. This is very mainstream. I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> it is mainstream. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the this dirty code site has its purpose. I kind of agree with you a little bit, Jeremy, in that. Well, 
to me, some of the drawings were a little stick figure y and not sexy to me, but I think that's part of its allure as well, is that it's right. kind of making it fun and light. So you could quickly go on there and be like, oh, mine is more like this can of Pepsi versus this bottle, or, you know, and my head looks more like this. And because they're kind of funny sketch drawings, if you right. look at it all. I was sort of taken by the coming scene like squirting they had different how far some, i know the distance and i thought of your story that you told Jeremy <laughs> on our on our pilot that we're working on right now of oh, tags tv yeah. come bucket story <laughs> and that i don't think they had enough squirts for the amount of no, cum you told didn't Exactly, exactly. And I think lastly, my question, Lincoln, would be if you were single, would you use this for? I know you're not single, but just Maybe, strictly. I mean, <clears throat> you know, just because Peter and I are monogamous doesn't mean I don't like apps and sexual energy and, you know, seeing the way people are doing stuff. It's the reason we like to go to the Eagle or go to a MAL or something like that. Um, maybe I would take it a little bit more seriously. But it would depend what mood I'm in, and it would depend on what gratification I get back from it. Do you know what I mean? I think it's still right. about the conversation of the people who are on it. Absolutely. Right? Otherwise, you're just looking at a porn site. Well, moving on, there, Boomer Banks it was, is recently in a current news article for Plus Magazine. And Boomer Banks is, is no stranger to our show here. He was on one of our live streaming podcast that we had here in New York City. And in it, he's speaking out on particularly racism in general. He's always been very outspoken. He's talking again about particularly this summer with Black Lives Matters. He's called out other porn stars that he felt were making racist comments like Antonio Biaggi, who we reported on here, had made some non very unsensitive remarks and i wasn't surprised about that you weren't either jeremy right no i wasn't at all and he's also being very open about when he became hiv positive and how at the time next magazine this would have been like early 2000s decided to write about him because they said they knew he was escorting and they were trying to call him out about being HIV positive without in that time when people weren't talking about things like uh, U, e U equals U. Um, and the, there was just a different stigma against it. But he's being very outspoken in what he used to call, actually, people used to tell him to kind of calm down about his being so outspoken about different things. But now I think it's much more welcome. I mean, I don't know. Do you think, Jeremy, that that boomer and porn stars like this have more of a platform to be outspoken about issues that are outside of the porn industry. Do you think, you know, that may have not have worked back in years past? I mean, I think they definitely have a different platform now also based off of the amount of social media uh, that they, I guess Generate. they reach a lot of different uh, platforms of people, whether you want to give them, the credit of having a platform or not, they just end up having it because of the fact that they're so well known in so many different facets. Like for example, 
on Twitter and OnlyFans and just for fans and Pornhub and Xtube and all of that. I mean, I would say that Boomer Bank specifically is well known on every single one of those platforms. So, I mean, if he speaks up about something, I'm sure that so many people are going to listen and listen as in agree and then listen as in also disagree. So, I mean, I I definitely don't think that it's an issue speaking up and I mean, it's but it it it's very cool to see it be about a different topic. So, I mean, I think right. we use that platform. And we all know, you know, he's uh, has a fashion line. Um, Lincoln, you know, you've been around just as long as I have. So you've seen a porn <laughs> star, and I put myself in the same category. That You know, we've seen porn stars from different eras, and I think we both know that porn stars from yesteryears, either A, nobody would wa- want to hear them speak, and they, like, almost were shunned in so many ways. But right. in Boomer's case, he's survived addiction. In this article, he talks about, like I said, being HIV positive, the time. Um, he really goes into great depth about his life, about losing his father before in a car crash and his mother dying to alcoholism. And he was addicted to meth and how he's kind of come full circle. And now he wants to kind of help trans black teens female in particular and what do you think about when porn stars like this now have a different platform compared to before i think it's great i think it's great because it is taking away the stigma of sex and we're we're also not us but there are a lot of people that are still so uptight about sex Right across our country and around the world, there mm-hmm. are people dying over sexuality. As the three of us and everyone listening knows that. So, if you have that side of the spectrum and people that can be arrested for two men having sex or even killed in some countries, and you go all the way to the other end of the spectrum, which is someone who has worked in the adult um, entertainment industry and has a passion for it in their own life, that it just happens. Do you know what I mean? I don't, I, I, when I see people like Boomer doing what he's doing, he's not faking it. He's not sitting down right. with a piece of paper and a pencil and coming up with a strategy of yeah. how to use his adult performance legacy to then get more followers. Do you know what I mean by that? Right. It's like, it's not to take it back to me, but hello. I lost 82 pounds and created a bakery that's healthier for people. And I teach fitness classes so people can lose weight. It's just who I am. I talk about working out and it just comes up. He he has delved deep into his own trials throughout his life and seen a way out and seen a brighter side. And if he can help anyone that follows him or even people that don't follow him, you know what I mean? I personally... I'm not overly into his porn career, but I have followed some of the other things he's done that I've thought he's a remarkable superstar about it. So, you know what, and I agree with you too. And I think the emphasis of not playing our sexuality out, in other words, in the last several years, words like being sex positive and so many different leaders that we look up to have said that sex isn't bad. It's part of our human nature. And it's taken years and years to kind of overcome for gay people, LGBTQ people to get 
to be confident about shows like this, where we can freely talk about our sexuality because we all know the importance on how sexuality plays in our lives. Not just the act of sex, but sexuality and all the encompassing factors. So when you think about how there's reality stars or YouTube sensations that really have done nothing but just turned on the YouTube and got and oftentimes spout out hatred mm-hmm. and we've all know a lot of examples of those yeah why wouldn't there why wouldn't we think then that porn stars in this day and age who are part of our sexuality the environment of sexuality couldn't also then like we said he's moved on to being a fashion designer and doing a lot of work in so many other areas that being a, you know, an HIV positive spokesperson on you equals you. Mm-hmm. Um, why wouldn't we think that they could also then be positive spokespeople as well? And I think it's good to call out some of these at times, because like I said, we all know others that not to keep throwing Antonio Biagi down the, the, <laughs> the, 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 um, the bus here but you know i i've always you know i've always on the other hand lincoln liked some of his porn a lot so i was always conflicted and i already told the story once when i tried to reach out to him and he was kind of nasty back on an email exchange but he looked like he recently was watching one of my facebook live recordings that i was doing i think it was sex with stevie and i was shocked that he was watching he didn't say anything he just put a like thumbs up and then I thought, well, maybe I'm back to liking him again, you know? And I went to his, <laughs> yeah, right? You know how conflicted you are? Because I am, I have always liked his his porn. And I went on to his Facebook page to see, well, what's he talking about these days? Well, I guess he's running for office in Fort Lauderdale in Wilton Manor, which is great, you know? Mm-hmm. If, hey, good for him. And I know he owns a business, like a spa, which is really cool. And his own porn company, but one too many videos, and particularly one, he was screaming at the Facebook Live camera about basically how people should not be commenting on voting in the my, in the Florida district unless you really live in Wilton Manor. And I don't know how many times he said Wilton Manor <laughs> screaming that if you live in Miami or like the next door towns of their you your fucking opinion doesn't matter and he was like screaming so angrily and i thought you know unless people like we like most of us don't even know what you're talking about here and you're screaming at us schooling everybody telling where that we're idiots (laughs) and that to me is it was so like i'm like okay now i'm back to like not like (laughs) and that that to be quite blunt is the risk that we take that anybody takes you know I was going to bring this up and now screw it. I will. I finally started Peter and I started watching the feud. The yes. Betty. Okay. And I'm on a Ryan Murphy. I'm in like a Ryan Murphy K hole right now. I have the OJ Simpson trial thing, the feud <laughs> and 1984 American horror story. And I just, like, I'm just, I'm all over the place. I'm just, and I finished pose and I just, I got just seen everything. And I cannot get over Susan Sarandon turning against Hillary. I, it's the weirdest thing. Like, I love Susan Sarandon. I've loved her for years. She used to work out at David Barton. We chatted a few times. She's great. 
But when she went after, do you guys remember this in 2016? Well, I, I like, know she's a Bernie, Bernie yeah, fanatic. Yeah, but she was, she was like an anti-Hillary Bernie fanatic. And right. Well, today, that's pretty I much how, the, how it went. I can't let it go and just watch the damn TV show. You know what I mean? Like, I can, and I will, and it's great. Don't get me wrong. And the styling is amazing, and the writing's great, and I love it. But that is the risk we all take. You know what well, I, mean? I hope when you watch her in that, just think of Betty. She's really doing a good job conjuring up Betty Davis. She definitely forget is. about Susan. I'm trying my best. <laughs> yeah, it's tough when but you're. But it's true, like, and that's what everyone that does that, everyone that crosses that line, and especially right now, our world, at least in America, is so standing up tall about our freedom of speech, but everyone's so polarized that everyone is shouting fire in a movie theater. No matter what right. we're doing, you know, and even without us realizing it, we're just in a panic and we're trying to be heard. And our what used to be our freedom of speech is now, like you just said, screaming bloody murder, murder over right. a Facebook live over a community that only <laughs> 20,000 people live in. And you're sitting in New York or in Utah or in California <laughs> yeah. going what is happening? And, right. and if you think that that's not, and because these days we are getting our entertainment, our news, our, our directions, we're getting our porn, our family photos, our zoo, like fa- weddings are all on the same screen. Yeah. So if you think you're going to look at someone freaking out on a Facebook live and then flip to them 10 minutes later, having sex and think it's not going to carry over, it's it's a mess it's like i'm not trying to be mr downer but it's just something that we need to remember and try and be responsible for because there is an effect to all that absolutely and that's going to be what we're going to be asking on this week's poll on porn stars and taking their advice and who do you follow you can go to patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex where our poll question this week will be all about that patreon.com forward slash talk about gay sex we want to hear from you and we will report back hey what's going on your buddy steve v here and you know before manscaped i'm not sure what i was doing when i was cleaning up that junk around my balls and ass area well to be honest i know what i was doing i was frantically getting ready on a friday or saturday night and grabbing the clippers or using some shaving cream that was for my face and grabbing a disposable razor and inevitably nicking up my growing area and in heaven forbid when I was trying to trim my ass hair right around my hole. Oof, that was a disaster in the making. All I can say is I really didn't have a safe regular regimen in place at all. I was winging it every weekend. Thank God for Manscaped because they have managed to perfect manscaping. I mean, all I can say is the Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. It's the best tool I have. It offers a replaceable ceramic blade with advanced skin safe technologies, which helps reduce grooming accidents. Exactly what I needed. The waterproof technology also allows you to groom in the shower and up for 90 minutes. Well, I could have used that back in the day. They also released their Shears 2.0 nail kit, which is the perfect add-on to their lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. 
and their perfect package comes with two free gifts and other liquid formulations to complete your ball trimming routine. That's what I'm talking about. We need a routine. These formulas are all vegan, cruelty-free, dye-free, sulfite-free, and paraben-free. So you know your disco stick is in good hands. So what are you waiting for? Just by being a Tags Podcast listener, get 20% off plus free shipping. Go to manscaped.com. Basically, all I'm saying is if you love your package, all you have to do is go to their site, manscaped.com, use our promo code TAGS, T-A-G-S, and get 20% off plus free shipping. Upgrade that dong salon with the luxury products of Manscaped. Um, <clears throat> our last topic here, I just kind of wanted to get a little sense of, as we kind of end summer and make our way into the fall, about a lot of, you know, we saw a lot of virtual events happen this spring and particularly this summer. I had people like DJ Dan DeLeon do some virtual events and he sort he segued, he was talking to me on Sex with Stevie the other night about spinning actually in Atlanta. And they were, I'm still want to get the feedback on how it all went because he of course was going to be in his DJ booth and they were going to have to require mask wearing, but it was essentially a circuit party. So I'm wondering how that all went down, particularly in Atlanta. But, you know, I at first thought virtual events were going to be like a snoozer fest. But to my surprise, I watched the our LGBTQ Pride Parade on Channel 7 ABC this Gay Pride and really loved it and got into it and saw Billy Porter perform and I thought it was a lot of fun. This past weekend, the LA LGBTQ Center did their annual event that normally would have been a sit-down gala event. They've had people like Sia on, Lady Gaga's come in there. I think they honored Madonna. Um, But this year they did it all like a telethon, the old style telethon. They had Cher, Cindy Lauper, and That's actually, really- I really, it, it was. They expanded it. They made over their million dollar mark. It was a lot of fun. Um, but then there's been some events like Daniel Nardicho is doing his up uh, this weekend in Fire Island, his annual naked party in Fire Island, which kind of sounds like fun. Um, I don't know, with all of these kind of going back and forth. As we enter the fall, do you think that we're going to be seeing less of these parties as it gets colder? And I don't know, Jeremy, you were just talking how Boston essentially is kind of rolling back because of numbers. What do you think it's going to look like? Are people going to be going out or doing more virtual? I mean, just in your opinion. I mean, I think in my opinion, it's definitely going to be more virtual. And I mean, I think for the most part on like on I'm going to see what I can do with virtual dating and uh, not not necessarily not meeting in person, but just uh, definitely socializing a little bit less out right. in general. And uh, I think for the most part, I think a lot of events are going to take place uh, just cyber and yeah. and stay on that platform and <clears throat> calls and uh, online parties and stuff like that. I'm, I'm hoping that it will get better and be different, but I'm, I'm not sure. 
Yeah, and Lincoln, you know, here you teach a class, which, by the way, I want to, if you're still doing your outdoor Pilates class. I'm not sure I'm, if I'm going to do it tomorrow night, but I will keep you posted. I really, okay. I Shoot, really I was gonna... want to. Yeah, I really, I really want to. I'm, you know, I'm very nervous about my mom. Yeah. And if I get COVID, all bets are off because it's just going to add everything worse. My mom does not have COVID. We're being very, very cautious through glass doors and a lot of FaceTime and all that stuff. So I'm concerned about that. I don't think we've seen the beginning of the second wave. I think the second wave is coming with flu season. Mm -hmm. um, I I think that it's just, I can never say this word right, inevitable. Did I do it? Inevitable, yeah. Okay. That for at least the next year, and I say year from now, October, that it's going to be a hard blend of things that are virtual, things that are trying to not be virtual, people getting sick, people not following the rules. And even if, you know, you can go to an event and have a great time and be safe the whole time and then jump in an Uber on the way home and the guy and get it in the Uber. You don't know. Like the asymptomatic factor freaks me out because we don't know. We just don't know when we could be getting it. And I think you guys might have seen today they announced that the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade canceled. is going to be canceled and virtual this year. Why would we think anything different? Right. right. I know. You know, I know are, it made the huge no, headlines. Yeah, but, yeah, there are no Broadway shows going. That's a big part of the Thanksgiving Day Parade. There are people that are going to age out of marching band and cheerleading, which I was a big homo back in those days and 82 pounds overweight and playing a clarinet in a marching band. And I remember how exciting things like the A's game in San Francisco that we played at were. And that's just not going to happen. You know, yeah. and, and and even if I keep saying this over and over again, even if it does happen, I don't think I'm going. And if I do go, I'm going to go super early. You and I saw each other, Stephen, at, at the the monster within the past couple of weeks. I don't know what right. that was. I was wearing a new mask. Did you notice my mask? I didn't. My we Y3 were... mask. Uh, I, oh, I did see the, a little bit of it. Yeah, it looked yeah. really cool. It's cool because you could drop it and it hangs around your neck. And then you could pull it up. So it was the Y3 mask. Peter got it for my birthday. Um, I like it was nice to be out for a minute. And we actually said when we saw you, we were like, should we sit and talk to people here? And we were like, no, let's go to the end of the pier where the air is moving and there's circulation and we're not in the middle of of all this so yeah and you because you guys were right because you were walking and cody my other co-host and i were sitting in a two-top yeah with, they had plexiglasses around our side so we were sort of blocked from everybody blocked. and and the other thing is i'm wondering uh, the thing I would say about it is that I think I've adopted that social bubble construct a little bit. Like, in other words, people like I have a friend here and um, Seanette that, you know, you know, Jeremy and like Cody, who is like we've decided, OK, we're in each other's social bubbles and right. we pretty much tell each other what we're doing, but we will hang out and we're we even wear our masks. But obviously there's going to be times when we're sitting across from each other like that that we're not but so i've adopted that and probably will continue to do that with just a couple or a few different people which but is I really was... smart though Stephen, because you can trace it you can like trace if it. god forbid cody gets a cold he's gonna tell you Absolutely. he's gonna say i saw you at the monster just 
be careful. You know what I mean? And, and that's why I wish Jeremy, you could come back and we could do a three person six feet away recording, you know, outside or whatever that looks like, just so we could see each other's face and feel each other's energy. Come and visit and we'll do it. Yes. I look forward to that. (laughs) But you know, I was over the, it's interesting because you know, when you talk about those, you mentioned the Thanksgiving day parade, we have all these sort of iconic, events or weekends that I think people feel, you know, and I feel for you when you talked about when you were in the band and missing out that feeling of missing out. And certainly three day weekends like this past Labor Day are often that type of weekend that produces those feelings. And I, for one, was invited the night before, but to a barbecue in Brooklyn by a friend of mine. We're more acquaintances. And I couldn't tell you how I was going back and forth in my head. I I was going to bring Cody. I was so excited that I was invited to a barbecue that was going to have boys. And I was really excited. But the more I thought about it, he was. I read more into it. And it was going to be a potluck. And of course, I'm watching the news. And they're saying, you know, avoid potlucks and things like that, where you have to share utensils yeah. or where there's going to be. Well, so I'm going to bring my dish that comes out of my oven that I've had my hands on uh, and then yeah, I'm going to yeah, eat yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to eat that potato salad over there that I'm not sure how they did. Granted, he said that they were going to have, you know, hand sanitizers and this and that. But I thought in the end, when I woke up the next morning, I thought, you know what? Not a good idea for me, for me mm-hmm. to no. go to enter a group setting like that. And Cody and I just ended up, <laughs> we just went to like, you know, I think that's when I saw you at the monster. Oh, nice. Lincoln. Yeah. And things like gyms and restaurants here in New York are going to open 25%, but we'll see. I want to support some of my restauranteurs, but yeah, actually Peter and I went and had a workout together at 19th street crunch and also, so you guys know, I have a little exciting news. Peter's moving into my apartment. <gasps> Congratulations. So that's been, yeah, that's been very cool. And he'll be in full throttle by October 1st. And it's Congratulations. Come along. Thank you. Thank you. It's been very natural and it feels very <laughs> I feel like carrying sex in the city. Congratulations. <laughs> I love it. But we had a, you know, we had a workout at Crunch and it was a good workout. We stayed away from people. We were together. We also, we went to, um, as a couple, and this is for all the, we went to a dermatology appointment together. We went at the same time with the same doctor so that we were in a room talking about stuff, but it wasn't, you know. Are you trying to tell us something else? No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I will say though, to everyone out there, as we move forward through this haze of just a new reality and a new life of being respectful when you guys are at the gym, when you're out in public, shut up. Like yes. the thing about this is aerosols, right? And I am the biggest, loudest person on the planet. And Peter and I were stretching to warm up, and there was someone on a machine on a bike with a mask with his cell phone talking full voice. Oh my and I was God. like, dude, what are you doing? Like Go somewhere, shut your mouth, have a good workout, and leave the gym. Because if we, if everyone's chatting, like nothing, you know, I saw another two people were there 
Um, I don't want to say one was a trainer, but I think he might. And they were talking full voice. Like if you're screaming through a mask, you're really making that mask work double duty and it's not going to, you know what I mean? So yeah. just because you have a mask doesn't mean that you're, you can't give it to someone if you're screaming at the top of your lungs. And Steven, I think you made a brilliant choice. You woke up in the morning you said, I'm not comfortable with this. I'm not going to go to this potluck. And you said no. And you should never be shamed for that. The person who hosted the party should never give you any static about that. And in three months, it might be different. But right now, this is where we're at. So right, absolutely. Right? And I, like, I shut your gonna... mouth and calm down. Even when you're walking down the street, just be quiet. There are aerosols flying out of your mouth. And you have a trait uh, uh, of what, what's it called behind you, like a train of your voice behind you. Isn't that how we get this? So let's just be a little smarter, right? I think I'm going to be like, Jeremy, Jeremy, you've been running at 6 a.m. in the morning and probably not seeing a lot of people. Not not even a soul. Well done. Well done. I mean, you must I love it, right? I keep saying I want to go running, but I have to tell you, unless someone's trying to catch me, I don't. it's very hard for me to run. And then I was actually having a few drinks at the monster going, I should start a fitness thing called Catch Me. And just have people chase people all over the city. <laughs> Wouldn't that be such an incentive to work? Like, we either yeah. set you on fire or we chase you. Go. And then oh like, you would get the best workout in your life. <laughs> you definitely well, Jeremy, when you come here, I'll run with you because I'm running too. And not at 6 a.m. though, but a little bit later in the day. But I love running too these days. And so, well, we're doing it. I want to thank you both. Thanks for... Uh, being back here it's great to hear your voices even though we're not in the same room um you can follow us on social media because we want to if you want to weigh in on some of the hot gay sex topics we were talking about we'll read them off it's always good to hear from you everything on social media is at tags podcast and in the meantime continue being safe wearing your mask and keep it sexy guys yes bye bye, bye.